Welcome to Please Define, with your host, Rex Emerson Jackson. Hey everyone, my name is Rex, and welcome to the first episode of Please Define, a podcast about identity. Please Define is a new show about transgender experiences, the big ones and the little parts that people don't see. Along the way, I'd like to speak with other transgender and non-binary people as far across the world as I can reach. Want to participate in a future episode? Wait until the end of the show and I'll let you know how to get involved. Today's topic is, how do you even know that you're transgender? Let me start you off with some background about my transition. It was a cold and wintry night. Okay, that's too much. I was born on December 15th, so it was probably a cold and wintry night. I was kind of a surprise though, three months premature, and bam, my parents had their first daughter. Or so they thought. Over the years, my parents added another two girls and a boy to our family. And if I remember correctly, I would play with my brother's toys a lot. Sorry, brother. I really did want to play with you, but I was aiming for your matchbox cars and dinosaur figurines. As I got older, I got more confused. Once I was about to hit puberty, I was given my first set of makeup, and I slathered my upper eyelids with blue powder and struggled to paint glop onto my eyelashes, just like every other girl. But to me, it was stage makeup. I was mercilessly teased growing up for being weird, for not following fashion trends, for not being interested in what everyone else was into. No, I wasn't an eight-year-old hipster. I was an eight-year-old boy. On my wall, I stuck up magazine pictures of the boys my classmates considered cutest just to keep my family off my back. I knew there was something really different about me. I think the first time I realized I was a boy was during karate class. I was 11 and the whole class was wearing sparring gear, padded helmets, wrist pads, etc. It was impossible to tell anyone's gender. The sensei apparently didn't recognize me with my padded helmet and mouth guard and he referred to me as him. It was like something finally clicked into place. I didn't even protest and tell him I was a girl. I just went into that match feeling right, feeling validated, without knowing why. I lost that match spectacularly, but that little moment of being a he stuck with me. Eventually I made it to high school, already an outsider, and day after day I saw what being different meant. A couple of days into my freshman year, I wrote, I will be like everyone else on a piece of paper, folded it into a tiny square, and buried it in my underwear drawer. From that point on, I decided I just wasn't trying hard enough to be a girl. I went all out. Makeup, dresses, perfume. Oh my god, that boy is so cute. I acted the part so well that I forced myself to believe it, too. Forget the fact that all I wanted to be was a boy. I obviously just wasn't trying hard enough to be a girl. 
So for 15 more years, I told myself there was something wrong with me. For 15 years, I told myself I wasn't trying hard enough, that there were no options other than to be my parents' daughter. Because what would people say? I couldn't shame them. And then I got to university, and I was really on my own in a space that is all about learning. I remember very strongly, just as I was about to start school, I had the thought, I can't pretend anymore. I just had no resources left to continue the charade. So on my second day of school, I marched into the LGBT center on campus and asked to talk to someone. And the going was slow. I had to find little pieces of support wherever possible. I surprised my family. Like, so surprised that it took years for them to call me Rex. But living as Rex gives me internal strength. An internal strength I never had before. I'm 33 now and more secure in myself than I've ever been. I've beaten a lot of demons. And now, if I could go back to little eight-year-old me playing with my brother's toys, or 11-year-old me at karate class, I would say yes. Yes, you are a boy. And it's going to be a little bit confusing for other people because the doctor said you were a girl when you were born. They were wrong. It's okay to tell people they were wrong. Find some safe people to talk to to help you figure out how to tell more people. But no matter what, you're an awesome kid. Be you, and everything will be okay. So I didn't always know I was transgender. In the history I just gave you, I certainly knew I was different, a boy even, but I didn't think that sort of thing was allowed to happen. I thought it was a mistake and I needed to crush those boy feelings and never give in. And most importantly, never let anyone else know. I actually didn't know I was transgender until I got to university because I didn't know what transgender was until then. I didn't have a safe space to explore my options. It's been six years now and I've never been this happy, never this secure. I am me, not finished. I discover new pieces of me every day, but I don't throw them away for being different. It's like a treasure hunt. There's so much more to discover. I'll end with a quote by Martha Graham. You are unique, and if that is not fulfilled, then something has been lost. Thanks for listening, folks. I'm looking for more people who would like to sit down with me and talk about gender. If you want to leave feedback or request to speak on the show, you can go to our website. It's pleasedefine.weebly.com. Have a great day, folks. <laughs>